All right, Ramon. All righty, good morning, good morning. It's Monday morning, and yes, it's 5 o'clock in the morning here, but um, all is well, all is well. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the determination, the grace, the obedience, the wisdom, Lord, the strength and the courage to keep it moving, Lord, and grab the harvest that's before us. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, as, as, as we left off on last week, you know, it was really exciting because we started to talk about how these scriptures tie together, and there's something that, that really goes hand in hand with understanding Jeremiah 29, 11, John 10 and 10, and Romans 12 and 2. You know, there's something that, 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 that really helps us to understand it because sometimes if you don't understand something, it's very difficult to apply it. Um, and what we're learning with this word is that if you comprehend it, right, and then you start to apply it. I mean, just, just, just applying is just, you just try. I mean, come on. Just, just try. Just try. That's all it is. Just try. Application is I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to see if this thing really works. That's what, that's what application is. Then you go from application to experiencing something. See, once you try God, once you try the Lord, once you try him, you'll see with your own eyes that he'll create different experiences that help you to remember what he's capable of doing, right? So it's that experimentation process. You try him in this area of your life, and wow, what a wonderful thing he did there. Then you try him in this other area of your life, and wow, what a wonderful thing he did there. And you try him in another area, and you realize that the more areas you begin to try him in, then you begin to see that he works in every area of your life, right? So you went from comprehension to trying him, which is application, then to experiencing him. That means you're, you're doing it over again and over again and over again. And then what happens in the process is that there are things that start to manifest. That means they start to exist. That means they start so you can see them on a consistent basis that now the manifestation of the thing that you actually experienced, the thing that you actually tried, the thing that you actually understood becomes real. See, this, this morning motivation with Bible study is, you know, it, it really has grown to something wonderful because now we have thousands of people joining us and they're looking for a word to help them to move forward. I, I really believe that. And see, we're not giving them our words. Our words are only temporary, okay, because you can, you can remember a cliche. You know, you can, people can remember cliches. But if we give them the word, the word, gives them the strength to go back to it over and over and over and over and over again, and it doesn't change. 
See, the Bible is not a cliche. It's not. It's not just something you just say. I don't oh, sound good. I just want to. I want to quote this this thing that somebody said. No, 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 no. The Bible is the rock, y'all. It's the rock that you can go to, and you can hold on to, and things don't shift. You have that Ramona for me. Mm-hmm. Read Matthew seven and twenty four for me, uh, please. Therefore. Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. And I tell, and it fell with great crash. Now, it said in the beginning, this is this is where I want you all to just kind of just, just stay with me for a moment. Therefore, everyone who hears what these words, everyone who hears these words, right? See, comprehension starts with hearing. Comprehension starts with hearing. You could see when you hear something. It gives you the opportunity to understand it. So the beginning of comprehension is hearing. For instance, if you were a little child, which all of us were, and if our parents read to us, you began to listen. You heard what they said. You couldn't read. So therefore, you could not just start, wake up one morning and start reading. You had to comprehend so un- through through your ears, and then as you comprehend through your ears, you then begin to to understand what was being told. And if you remember back, you began to hear your ABCs before you said your ABCs. You didn't just pick up no no little books to ABCDE if you can read. Well, see, the word is the same way. God speaks this word out loud, right, so that we can hear it. You wake up in the morning so you can hear the word. Once you've heard the word, then you begin to get understanding. But if you don't hear it, then it's difficult for you to apply it. But stay with me, y'all. Stay with me this morning. See, What we've been doing is we've been giving you a formula for success, right? We've been giving you a formula for success. I know it's a formula for success because I'm telling you, God gave this thing to me. He gave it to me. I mean, he gave it to me, and this this thing is coming full circle. So I know it's it's the Lord. I know it's not me. But when he said, listen, he said, listen. That's what he told me to do. He said, listen, Michael. He said, this formula that I'm going to share with you, I want you to share it with the people. 
He said, I want you to I want you to take them slow because you know you slow. I said, Yes, Lord, I know I'm slow. He said, Because sometimes people can gloss over something and they they never get to manifestation because they didn't hear it. He said, stay with me. He said, stay with me. I said, yes, Lord. I said, help me on this thing. He said, the reason why I want you to take them slow through this experience of hearing the word each morning is because if they can just hear it and if they can just try it, then they will begin to experience it, and then they will know for themselves, not for you, not for Ramona. They will know for themselves that the word works. He said, I want you to share with them. And he's giving me this thing. I'm telling you, Ramona and I have been on this, been on this thing for a while. But this triangle thing that really is really is getting deep into my spirit. He's saying, tell them about Jeremiah 29 11 as the beginning. He said, tell them. He said, tell them about Jeremiah 29 11 from the beginning. He said, because he said, tell them how to read it. Tell them how to write it. Because I'm telling you, I've never, I've never in all my life, I never placed myself in Jeremiah 29 and 11. I didn't. I just, I just read, I just heard Jeremiah 29 and 11. I just heard it, but I didn't really know what it really meant. To be honest with you, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Yeah, I read it just like everybody else read it. But when the Lord said, hold on, Michael, slow it down, man, he said, put your name in it. He said, the only way you have a relationship with me is if you tie yourself to me. I said, what do you mean, Lord? He said, read Jeremiah 29 11 instead of you put Michael Woods. I said, really, Lord? He said, really, really. He said, then he said, really? You questioning me? That's what he said. Was a, he, said he said, really? You questioning me? I said, no, Lord. He said, I, I, see, 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 see. He said, now read it. I said, for I know the plans I have for Michael, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper Michael and not to harm Michael. Plans to give Michael hope and a future. And he said, tell everybody who wakes up on this calling line, to do the exact same thing. And he said, let me tell you why, because I know you want to know why. You always want to know why, don't you, Michael? I said, yes, Lord, I do want to know why. He said, the reason why is because if they don't see themselves in me, which is in the Lord, they won't get anything out of me. Oh, y'all, y'all going to get this this morning. He said, if they don't see themselves in me. They don't get anything out of me. See, we got to trust in the Lord. And what he's saying with this right here, what he's saying with this transformational scriptures right here, he's saying, put yourself in me. He said, because if you get in me, you'll get out of me what's in me. I said, oh, it's in me to tell me that if I get in you, then I get the plans? He said, yes, sir. He said, he said, he said, he said I said, so, Lord, if you're telling me if I, if I get in you, I get to prosper? He said, yes, sir. 
He said, if I get in you, then no harm will come to me. He said, yes, sir. He said, if I, if I, said, if I get in you, you mean to tell me that you're going to give me hope? He said, yes, sir. And I said, Lord, if I get in you, do you mean to tell me that I am going to have a future? He said, boy, I knew you were slow, but you're getting this thing. He said, he said, what you do is you got to get in me. You got to get in me. But he said, you got to hear this thing. He said, you got to hear it. He said, you got to hear it because if you don't hear it, guess what? You can't apply it. Then you can't experience it. Then you can't come to full manifestation. What he's saying right here in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. what he's saying right there, he said, get in me. He said, get in me. He said, get in me. 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 He said, get in me. He said, because I've already gotten in you. I said, what you mean, Lord? He said, listen. He said, listen, listen, son. He said, listen. And this is the Lord, Lord so you know, he almost like taking a, a belt about to beat me because when he said, listen, son, that means I'm about to get a beating. He said, what did I tell you in, in, in Genesis 1 and 26? He said, what did I tell you? I said, well, you told me, Lord, that you created me and you created me in your image. He said, no, I didn't tell you that. I said, what you tell me, Lord? He said, no. He said, we created you. Oh, I said, that's right, Lord. I, I forgot. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. He said, he, he, he said we created you. He said, who, he said and he said, Michael, who created, me? who created you? He said, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they got together, and they touched me, they, they made me, they created me in, his, in, in your image, your likeness. Uh, he said, so I got in you before I gave you a chance to get in me. He said, I'm the one that created you. We created you. So we were already in you. But the problem is, he said, the problem is, is that you forgot. You forgot that I got in you before you got in me. But what I'm doing is I'm giving you a chance. I'm giving you a chance to get in me. I'm giving you a chance to understand that if you get back in me, then you will get out of me what the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit put in you from the beginning. He says, see, if you get in me, the plans will be revealed that I put in you. He said, if you get in me, the prosperity that I put in you from the beginning, he said, didn't I tell you that I gave you dominion from the beginning? He said, when did you forget it? At what point did you forget that I gave you dominion? Oh, the birds of the sea. Oh, I mean, oh, oh the, birds of the birds of the air, the fowl of the land. All the animals of, of, of every creature. He gave you dominion over every. He said, when did you forget that? He said, because... I know you forgot it sometimes, but sometimes because what you try to do is you, you, you wonder whether God is going to come through. You worry about whether God is going to come through. You question whether God is going to come through. Huh? He said, when did, I, when did you forget what I put in you from the beginning? He said, in the begin- I did it in the beginning, man. I didn't wait to the end. I put it in you from the beginning. From the beginning. He said, if I put it from you in the, in the beginning, do you think, let me ask you a question. Here's what he said. He said, let me ask you a question. He said, when did I come and take it out of you? I said, you haven't, Lord. He said, so if I never took it out of you, why did you stop using it? 
I said, what you mean, Lord? He said, every time a believer questioned whether God is going to come through, they took out what I put inside of them, which was in the beginning. He gave them, all of us, dominion, right? So he said, the reason why I want you to get this Jeremiah 29 11 is because you got to get in me so you can get out of me all the things that I put in you from the beginning. This thing, this thing was, well, it, it was, when he said, he said, he said, but he said, he said, the only ones who get it are the ones who hear me. He said, you got to hear me now. You got to hear me because I want to take you from comprehension to application, from application to experimentation, from experimentation to full manifestation. He said, if you want to see the whole plan, get in me. And th- th- I think that's what we're going to talk about this, this, this week right here, how to get in the Lord so you can get out of the Lord all that he put in you. If you can do that on just, I mean, just some simple things, like believing, like trusting. You know what I'm saying? When we ended last week, last week with the trust, the trust situation, it, it, it was like, do you really trust God? I mean, we say it all the time, I trust in the Lord. Okay, all right, you trust in the Lord, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Until when? Until what? Until what situation arouses? Yeah. When fear comes up, guess what? Oh, I don't trust in the Lord as much because this thing is scary. Oh, so did you really trust him? Yeah. I guess what you're saying, Michael, it just took me to a verse that I was reading earlier where in Matthews it says that you never take a old piece of garment and sew it with a new piece. And that took me to that fear makes us shrink back instead of moving forward. You see, when, you sh- when we shrink back, it is just like the parable that, jo- that Jesus speaks of in Matthews, where when you sew a old, when you take an old piece of garment that is worn and you sew a new piece, well, as soon as it sh- the new piece shrinks, then it tears up the entire garment. And it's the same thing in our lives. When we take his, I, his, his thoughts, his new ideas, the new way of doing things, and his commandment in our lives, and we put it in with our old thoughts, our old way of doing things, well, what happens is his way of doing things, which is the new way, because God moves forward. He brings new things into our lives. When we mix it with our old habits, it it shrinks back and destroys all of our plans. It destroys our our the things that is coming forward in our lives. It gets destroyed 
by our old way of thinking. And we, when that fear comes in, we all, we all default to the same thing, our old way of doing things. Now, I like that. I like that, Ramona, because, see, that when you talked about taking that, 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 that old, that new, that new thing that came in your life and try to tie it to your old, you talked about material, right? You talked about sewing this thing. What, Ramona, what you just done, it just went right back to Romans 12 and 2. It makes sense, yeah, Romans 12 and 2. Because think about the pattern, right? A pattern is a piece of material that you begin to sew, right? You sew a pattern. You, you, you take a piece of cloth. You put it on this pattern. So you take a piece of old pattern or new pattern and put it back on the old pattern to make the new pattern, make the old pattern still hold together. But it tears it, right? So go back to Romans 12 and 2. Do not conform to the pattern. The what? The pattern of this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, that that piece of old material, that old thinking that you have, which doesn't allow you to trust in the Lord, that old pattern is going to get torn to pieces. It's going to get torn to pieces if you try to put some more material on top of it. No, no, no. What you got to renew, you got to, you got to get rid of the old material. Think about this thing. If you, what is better to have, an old sweater with a patch on it that's new, that's going to tear the old sweater up, or just to get a new sweater? It's better to just get a whole new sweater because the other one is going to tear consistently the moment that it shrinks. So your mind, when your mind shrinks back to your old way of thinking, automatically it tears it up. That's why in Romans 12 and 2, we just continue to say, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing. See, moving forward requires you to renew your mind every day. I'm telling you, because yesterday can mess you up. If you get stuck in yesterday, oh, that's a terrible thing. You ever get stuck in yesterday and you get stuck going over the same thing over and over and over and over again, that means you haven't renewed your mind. Because the world wants you to get stuck. The world wants you to stay in your old thinking. These scriptures that we've been giving you, Jeremiah 29, 11, Romans 12 and 2, John 10 and 10, it's the foundation, y'all. This is, the, this is foundation for you. Because this is like that rock that's going to help you to kind of get a, a, a clear understanding of what the word can do. Now, the world it can do something totally different. That's what we have to do not get from to the pattern of this world. Be what? Transformed. We're saying get a new mind. How do you get a new mind? By hearing the word. Therefore, everyone who hears the word, who hears the word, you get a chance to renew your mind. And it says then. I like that because, you know, it's always, it's always something that comes after you renew your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Then, when you renew your mind, when, when you don't compare, when you don't conform to the pattern of this world, when, 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 when are you going to start really trusting God? How long is it going to take you to trust him? 
Why are you going to continue to let fear keep popping up in your life and scaring you, and you start running like a little wimp? I mean, when? When, my brothers, are you going to stand up for your family and take them to the next level? When, my sisters, are you going to stop complaining about the little bitty stuff and getting your drawers all twisted up over the little bitty stuff? When, my brothers, are you going to start supporting your family in a way that they need to be supported? When are men going to stand up and pay child support, not because uh, the woman needs the child support, but because you brought the child into the world, so that means you sort of support the child? I mean, when? Huh? When? I'm just, I'm just asking some questions this morning. When are you going to trust the Lord to do the things that you've been fearful to do? Because the moment that you renew your mind, everything changes. Everything changes. Oh, I mean, come on now. This word is so powerful that we're breaking this thing down to where it's digestible. It's digestible. And we got a beat it over your head. This word, we don't have to beat this word over your head. We're breaking Jeremiah 29 11 down, John 10 and 10 down, Romans 12 and 2, so you can begin to see that, wow, if I just understand just this, this correlation between these three scriptures, that, first of all, God has a plan for me. But I got to get in him so I can get the plan out. And he tells me, he tells me, this is what's so clear here, y'all. Yeah, you got to follow this, though. I want you to follow this, all right? This is, this, is, this is what I want you to follow. God tells us he has a plan for us, right? He tells you, if you get in it with me, right, you're going to get out of me what's in me. That's what he says. I mean, you read it for yourself. He said, now, 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 now along the way, if you first get in it with me, then you're going to get out of what's in me that I put in you. He said, along the way, you're going to have some challenges. He said, but do not be afraid, because that's why I want you to make sure that, I'm, that you're in me along this journey. Because if you get in me along the journey, what's going to come? Like the thief who comes to steal and kill and, which, and destroy. He said, but for why I have come, it means he's already in you, but you got to get in him so that he can protect you, that no harm comes to you. Go back. It's just, just keep going back and forth. I mean, come on. Just keep going back and forth. When the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy, what do you do? You go back to the Lord who's already in you to overcome the thief who tries to come to kill and steal and destroy because he's already come. When did he come? When he came, when he put you, when he, when he created you. He created you in Genesis 1 and 26. He says, listen, I got you, man. I got you, woman. What you going to be afraid of? I got you. He said, he said, he said, but, he said, but what? Get, get in me. Get in me. Just get in me. Just get in me, and I'll protect you. Get in me, and I'll bless you. Get in me, get in me, get in me. He kept saying it, y'all, over and over again. He said, put yourself. See, when he told me, when he told me to insert myself in the word, do you know what happened when I did that, y'all? I began to have a personal relationship with God. I began, I mean, I, come on, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a theologian. Okay, I, I don't know the Bible that well. I, don't, I just don't know it that well, all right? But what I do know, 
What I do know is that the moment that I understood that God was in me when I was created and that now I had a chance to get in him by placing myself in the word, oh, my goodness, golly, things began to, I began to get some understanding. And I believe that you should, you, you should just really ask yourself the question, have you placed yourself in the word or are you still in the world? I'm just asking the question. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I'm going to leave you with that thought. Have you placed yourself in the word? Because if you place yourself in him, in the word, you will get out of him everything that he put in you from the beginning. So I'm just going to ask you that question. When are you going to place yourself in the word? Think about it. Now, tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning we're going, tomorrow morning is Tuesday morning. Yep, we're going live tomorrow morning, y'all. We're going live. I'm going to ask you all that question again tomorrow. I'm going to ask it. I'm going to ask it. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to ask that question. When? When are you going to place yourself in the Word? It's Monday, y'all, and it's going to be a fun day here on Monday. Take us out, Ramona. All right. I'm excited about tomorrow going live. I think I've got, I think we got some new things we're going to share. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the strength, and the courage to grab the harvest that's before us. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, 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 amen.